Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so to happen to find this recording. And welcome to the Marvel Men podcast, a show where us Marvel nerds talk about everything Marvel 24-7, 365. I'm your host, Zach Benicillo, along with my co-host, Tommy DeVito. Hey, guys. Were you in, were you in a Giants game? As quarterback, I've been getting that so often now, ever since that happened. Yeah. And and the man, the myth, the legend, Alistair Carlo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You all right, okay? Ow. You okay? God, I hate time slipping. Same. Time slipping really is a pain. Yep. That's why there was no episode review for episode. Yeah. Review last week for episode four of Loki season two, but it's fine because today we're giving you a double feature. We're doing a review for episodes four, Loki season two, episode four, Heart of the TVA, and Loki and episode five, science slash fiction. So you're getting two reviews in one episode. Yeah, yeah. in case you're wondering why you're getting this double header today, is because uh, all of us were time slipping. Yeah, we were time slipping. Could've... And the fact that I, I've missed I. I pretty much dozed off yeah. due to my jet lag of being returned. Yeah, it's okay. returning basically, from, I returned from had... Italy yes, last week. Yeah, we were yeah. slipping through time and like we couldn't get like our schedules to sync up. But, yeah. I mean, better late than never. Also, yeah, next, so anyways, next week, we'll next week we'll be we getting can... two episodes because the Marvels comes out next comes out this week. Yes. Oh um, my god, I'm so excited. But I think we I think we need to get to the uh to the steak and potatoes before uh before the time slipping starts again, by which I'm feeling it in my system. I'm I'm trying to fight it. Same. So yep. we're so, all trying to fight it. So I guess we're gonna start I'm with an illusion. All right, so we're gonna start with episode four. Yeah, let's Hard let's go to episode four, shall we? Let's go. Let's go. We ain't got no time to waste. We got no time here. So where to start with episode four? My god. Okay, well, another solid episode. Oh yes, definitely. So much happens. Like we get. The Let's reveal. just say a, a lot has gone down since we last left off with episode three. I mean, with Victor going to the TVA to fix the temporal loom. Still though, I mean, Jonathan Majors though, my goodness. Yeah, because like that too. Because I think also, because like because Obi's plan is to make the rings in the loom bigger so it could, so it won't overload. Yeah. Which okay, that's pretty. Good. And yeah, let's put it on the side with Sylvia. I don't really think we need the TVA, but also given like what happens in episode five, I can see why we may need the TVA. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to that. In a, we'll get to that in a bit. Yes, in the loom, but basically, that's what we're for. So, actually, sorry. Either so we know like the ranches are, are growing back. So I guess we start right in. We get the reveal. Ms. Minutes reveals to Ravana that. Oh yeah, she was there with He Who Remains, and he, he was, was once a TBA agent. Mm-hmm. Yep, before He's being one of the men. But out of a at, in a biggest twist, well, by which we all saw coming, He Who Remains. Uh, let's just say he had more of a. How can I put this in a? How can I put this in a way that's uh, non spoilery or spoilery to be exact? But uh. But yeah, it's he ended up activating Protocol Forty Two, courtesy of yes. minutes. And in case yeah. you're wondering, what is Protocol Forty Two? 
That would be the erasure of everyone's memories within the TVA. Yes, because everybody's a variant that was captured by he who remains. I'm guessing the memory erasure also made them think the timekeepers were real as well. And, of course, may as well quote he who remains on this one. Oh, man. Good well, enough. Cool. Let's also Victor is in the TVA, like he meets or Ouroboros. And I was saying, like, talking about like their TVA goblins, and they sign each other's books. Because oh, my God. That's. Ouroboros, oh, my God. The irony. Because everything the got. Irony. Basically, like a chicken and the egg thing where. Yeah, of course. Like, this is like a chicken and the egg. So, like, what came first? The chicken or the egg? I don't know. But yeah, but basically, because Ouroboros wrote the book which inspired to Victor Timely, but Victor Time but the but Victor Timely was the one who gave Ouroboros everything he needed for the book. So it makes me and like the works. So it makes me think so yeah, who was first? Personally, I oh, think it yeah. was Victor Timely, because which makes absolutely makes me think a little more as to why he chose why he who remains would choose this variant of himself. I thought it was because this one seemed to be a little bit weaker that can be twisted, but no, because this one was the closest one to him. And he thinks, okay, give the TVA guidebook, which has all my work in it, which was what Ouroboros wrote, give it to him so he can speed up his hastiness so he can become Kang sooner. Or in this case, he who remains. Because... Exactly, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, Kurt, and of course... Uh... Of course, with uh, with Docs and her Minutemen, uh, you know, being locked up for uh, for pruning all the timelines, and now they're starting to grow back, which is, I don't know if we can count that as, uh, as like, it's like a good sign or a bad sign. But I actually have a theory about as to why they're going back. I think it has to do with, and the what caused them to split in the first place, because before he who remains could stop it from branching initially. I think it was the events of Spider Man No Way Home, because remember they cure all the enemies and they send them back. That creates a whole bunch of new timelines where these enemies were cured. Well, that is a possibility, but I'm surprised Kevin Feige has not confirmed that yet. But He hasn't, but then again, I really feel like also when it comes to like Spider-Man stuff, he has to like be very careful because because yeah. Marvel Studios doesn't own it. Well, well, to be fair though, Marvel's well, to be fair though, Sony owns the, the, the distribution rights to, uh, to the Spider-Man films. It's just that, it's just that with Marvel Studios, they're just like making a, they're, they're just making the films. Exactly. So it's sort of like where they don't, they can't really like announce or confirm anything without Sony. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. But not anymore. But, uh, but of course, uh, Hunter B15, of course. But I gotta say, one Mimosaku was amazing uh, as Hunter B15 in this episode. She tries to persuade Docs and the Minutemen, including X5, Brad, Brad Wolf, um, or. And of course, uh, I may as well quote uh, The Rock. It doesn't matter what his name is. Yeah, Zaniac, whatever the hell you want to call him. Yeah, anyways. Um, so, of course, uh, I, I really like how she tried to persuade Docs and, and the rest of the Minutemen to, to basically, like, basically be under, like, one single TBA roof. You know, that kind of stuff. And, and of course, just as when she left to, to, look, to see what was going on with Loki and Mobius and... Uh, it turns out, guess who walked through the time door? Ravana and Miss Minutes. Yep. But it turns mm -hmm. out Ravana has plans for Docs and her crew, but I mean, not very Miss good. Will, uh, Miss will say this. The only one who turns is X5, Brad Wolf, Zaniac, oh. him. He turns. Yeah. The rest are. Yeah, Docs are. 
They're what dead. The Doctrine or Minutemen, though. Oh, yeah. Basically, the they box thing that worth the death. That whole like mm-hmm. box thing that Loki had X five in in episode two. It was basically the same thing happened to all of them. Of course, they didn't comply, and they ended up getting juiced, as I'm going to call it. But yeah, they had their entire bodies crushed. Oof. We don't see anything, but but we hear the noises and like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, I don't think we need to hear that. Yeah, it's not like Five Nights at Freddy's where you need to see everything. Oh god, don't oh god, don't even get me started on that film. No, I, I like that film, but anyway. I mean, I mean, it is good, but okay, okay, we're getting off the rails here, guys. Yeah, back on the rails, back on the rails. Yep, they're gone. And then, of course, once uh, Ravana was trying to... Of course, we all know what Ravana is trying to do, right? She's trying to get Victor Timely back so that she can further her own agenda with the TVA and basically be its own ruler. set her on. But unfortunately, uh... Casey is able to hack the system and get Ms. Minutes out and reboot the system so Ms. Minutes can't control anything. Oof. Uh yeah, I was gonna say the the same thing for uh for Renslayer and Miss Minutes. Um, boys, um, I hate to say this, but I think their plans are about to be backfired. Yes, because also because the plan to make the rings bigger, somebody has to do what Mobius did in the first episode, but something else like, but something like a tether, something to like make them bigger, which they're able to help. Victor helps them and stuff like that. But then of course, as it starts happening, Loki. Like things are like melting down. Loki's like running through like the things start melting down because Victor timely walks up because the room's about to explode. They're able to get in with thanks to Victor, and he turns into basically spaghetti. Too high that it freaking obliterates him, and now he gets spaghetti eyes. Or I don't know. Oh my god! And you know, guys, when Victor timely turned to spaghetti, wasn't there another certain character that got turned to spaghetti? Who was it, Zach? Who got turned into spaghetti besides? Before Loki, I mean, I've seen this happen before many times. But I was gonna say there was another certain character that got turned to spaghetti earlier in the MCU. A certain Doctor Strange movie. Oh, oh, I don't know. I think we all know where this is going, but basically, he ended up pulling a Mister Fantastic of all things. Oh yeah, Mister Fantastic. That's right. Which also, too, because I don't know if anybody gets the reference, but like I've said this before, but there is one of the Kang variants is named Nathaniel Richards, and he's like Reed's descendant. Hmm. So that's actually pretty, pretty ironic that he ends up getting spaghetti eyes. Yeah, he's obliterated. Without him and everything, they can't reopen the doors, and the loom starts to overload. Loki's running through, and he sees himself from the first episode who was ta- who time slipped to the future. Wow, that's my God! How how things have come full circle, and that Loki was the one to prune himself. I know some people are wondering how is this even possible because like t- end games have time travel differently. The TVA time works differently than the TVA. There you go. So rules like that can apply. We're like regular time travel rules instead of like accurate time travel rules. The MCU set up. Hmm. And then of course, then of course, uh, once 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 everything starts to explode, that's where we lead into episode five. Yeah, things people get wiped out, except for Loki though, because he's because because he's still in the TVA. He looks around; nobody's there. But before we hop into episode five, let's give our overall 
Yeah, but before we get into episode five, boys, what do y'all think? What do y'all think of episode four? How would you rate it? Oh, nine out of ten for me. Yeah, definitely a nine out of ten for me. This is really setting up the stakes, and that was probably uh, like the biggest ending. Also, episode four was the last episode that critics were allowed to see. Because so they, they were not allowed to see five and six. They weren't allowed to see it, no. Because they, and they said like episodes five and six are, are pretty mind bending and are shocking. But they said there won't be a cliffhanger at the end of season two, so I really don't know what's gonna happen or how it's gonna end. But I could say this though: it makes me think that maybe everything that happened with the loom happened before the Council of Kang meeting. At oh the yes, Quantumania. I feel like because the branches seem free and not like coming out of a loom, they seemed all free. So I'm feeling maybe the Council of Kangs. That's gonna happen after. That happens after that scene happens after Loki season two. That's mm. And I would not be surprised if Loki season two fits into Avengers: The Kang Dynasty in some way. I think they said, yeah, they do plan on Loki having a big role in those movies. Thank God, yeah. I freaking love this, especially with mm-hmm. what he basically acquires in the new in episode five, which we'll get to in a minute. But basically, what do you guys think? Nine out of ten. Yeah, nine out of ten for me. I think that ending rivals Infinity War with what the fuck endings. <laughs> I know, right? But my God, I mean, I mean that that has got to be one of the best MCU endings I I have ever seen in the history of of Marvel. Oh, I Me agree. Too. Just because I uh, anyway, never expected that. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, let's jump in episode five, shall we? Yep. Episode f- season two, episode five, science slash fiction. What is real and what is not? We don't know. But and I gotta say, I, I really like the way how how it continues from where episode four left off because Loki is like all by himself within the TVA, and then it turns out, surprise, surprise, his time slipping appears again. Yep, like oh, not this again. Oh man, yeah. And, and, I'm and how he's I will the one say, time slipping. That's the thing, though. Why is Loki the one time slipping? I mean, I, Sylvie was going to kill really Loki's remains. Maybe because Sylvie has the temp pad, his temp pad. I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility, but but another big thing for sure is the biggest possibility of all is like, why is Loki the one that's like time slipping in the first place? I know exactly. We know it's like, what is like the actual cause of this whole thing? Is it because of the is is it because of the multiverse starting to branch out or? Uh... But the thing is, then why isn't Sylvie branching out or something? Yeah, like she was at the end of time with Loki. Like Ravana isn't time slipping, so I'm really curious as to why it's Loki. Oh, speaking of Ravana, going backwards uh, towards episode four. Oh, yeah, go ahead. She ended up getting pruned. That's right. Wait, I forgot. By an enchanted, by an enchanted X five under. Because the reason being is that so X five yeah. influence of of doesn't matter. She's back at the end. Doesn't matter because we know you end up at the end of time. Although she may actually have to deal with Elias. <sighs> that that is if he's still out there. I think he is that giant. For reason I remember what Elias was, it was that giant cloud monster from like the I mean, dawn of time that was harnessed by Kang by Hero Remains that they had to enchant in episode five of season one. Oh yeah, I don't know. I think that may have a Galactus connection, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, but what do you think, guys? I mean, after after that episode, do you think Ravana is like gone for good, or what do you think? No, she's at the end of time. Still out there. No, she's at the end of time. That's what happens when you get pruned. Yeah. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, when happens, you go to the end of time. But here's the thing. We don't know what the end of time will look like now, because here's the thing. If he who remains is dead, then 
you know, everything. Then, of course, you know, everything begins to crumble. True. Yeah. And, and like I said, calling this right now, but I would not be surprised if the Void at the end of time turns becomes the the MCU version of Battle World uh, come uh, come Avengers Secret Wars. But then yeah. again, because because we because that's where usually like every single pruned universe would go to. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, it's back actually... to episode. Anyways, back to episode five. I I gotta say, I mean, Loki is, is really like slipping all over the place, and I really liked how he ends up uh, in in different places, like within the timeline, and and especially well, when we different get... timelines as well, because he meets like variants of his friends. Which we get but, their backstories as to who they were in the timeline, or I guess on those are because yeah, basically on the sacred timeline, yeah, and especially when we get to Casey, Eugene. Oh Cordero's my god! For all yes, um, people, I think I think that's one of the first people Loki ends up uh, seeing. I think he like, is when he yes. begins time slipping again. And they find another historical here's... person who mysteriously vanished. Because remember, in season one, we find out Loki was BD Cooper. You mean DB Cooper? D.B. Cooper, that's what I meant. D.B. Cooper. Yeah. But this one, we find out that Casey is a variant Wait. of Frank Norris. And for those of you who don't know who that is, they're in like the ni- like the 1600s. Was it 1600s? Actually, I don't remember. Near Alcatraz, the the most the, which used to be one of the most elite prisons on the face of the earth. What happened was three men in history, three men escaped Alcatraz, digging their way out with a spoon, and they were never found. Their names, there was the Angelin, two brothers, two brothers whose last names were Angelin, the other name was Frank Norris. They were never found. Some theorized that, oh, maybe they drowned in the lake. Some people theorized that, oh, they did escape because there was like a car stolen in the nearby island around the same time they escaped. But but basically saying Frank Frank Norris was Casey. No. Yeah, Casey, because no they called him Frank. And it was no he, they were escaping Alcatraz. Basically saying Frank Norris was Casey. Oh, oh my God. And you know what? Basically saying. Some people no, were no, since no. now we knew this. The mugshot of Casey, and not Casey, of Frank Norris in real life to Casey's actor, they actually look pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that's a lot. Hold on, I think it's hold on, because we actually have a Marvel Men group chat, so hold on. Actually, I think I sent to this this comparison. Hold on. Yeah, I found it, I found it, I found it. Look at this. Oh my god, I see it. Oh my god, I see it too. With the mustache. <laughs> exactly alike. The mustache and everything. It looks like Frank Norris. I Frank mean, Morris, I mean, I'm sorry. It's, it's almost like they look they almost like look like each other. My God. That's pretty freaking funny. They just they just nailed the mustache. I know. I just think only thing that's so different funny. is the mustache. Like yeah, he's <laughs> but also I feel like also maybe when it comes to like Secret Wars and Battle World, just go back to what you said a couple minutes ago. I think that maybe that could be the way Battle World will break apart and then reassemble summers back together but with changes like the x-men always being there because apparently i saw a leak somewhere that apparently the marvels the incursion that's happening in space is the x-men universe leaking into the 616 i don't know we'll we'll see we'll see in a few days because we're seeing it because we're time recording it's sunday november 5th we're seeing it thursday november 9th Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see what the Marvels has in store. But, but yeah, like, well, next week you're gonna get. It's a matter of what comes first because we're gonna post both reviews next week. We just don't know, like, what will come first, though. Loki or the Marvels? I guess. Hey, I mean, if you guys want to, vo- actually, you know what? That's actually good. You know, you guys can vote on Instagram. What what right. you want first? That's hey, but that that is a great possibility. Anyways, back to episode five. Yes. So 
when Loki starts time slipping again, we end up we end up seeing Mobius. But only this time, we actually know his real name. Well, his first real name, and well, not his last name as of yet, but uh, Damn. but it turns out it's official. He owns a jet ski shop. Yep, in the year twenty twenty two. So I mean, some oh people are God, probably that, still blipped. Part of me makes me think that maybe they wanted this season to come out last year because it was last year was twenty twenty two. So that would have been funny. Oh my god, that would have that would have been so cool. And yeah, it turns out uh, that's why Mobius he loves his real name turns out to be Don. Like, oh Don, I'm sorry. So yeah, Don literally. Oh. So yeah, he's that. He's a he's a jet ski salesman. So that explains why he loves jet skis. But then why do you say the '90s though? Last season. Because I thought he was from the '90s, but I guess not. Yeah, I mean, it's but then maybe of course, the, uh, maybe the '90s was when jet skis became popular. Yeah, was, that, that, uh, that does make sense. I don't know. I was born in 2003. I really couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know either. But anyways, and it turns out that 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 the real version of Mobius is actually a single father. Mm. I have two children. One of them whose name is Kevin. I don't know if that's supposed to be a reference to Kevin Feige, and I don't remember the name of the other one. I don't know really, but anyways. But actually, we actually pointed out this comparison, which I actually thought was pretty cool. So, it's saying Mobius is, well, Don is a single dad of two. A young kid who is completely chaotic and gets into trouble, and and an, and an older blonde kid who loves snakes. Seem familiar? Mm-hmm. Loki and Thor. Oh my god. That, that's... Loki, the, Loki was the younger chaotic one, and Thor was the blonde older one with, who likes snakes. Oh my god. That's oh my right. god, the, so many what is going on with the parallels right now? My I god. know. And then we you find see out that, that? Yeah, and then we find out B15 was a pediatrician. Yeah, who goes by the name of uh Verity Willis. And then Obi was like a writer. Or trying oh, yeah, so like a writer of his own book. Sci-fi writer. Mm-hmm. But also also another thing notice like I think this is when Obi and Loki were in like was it like a pizzeria? Like who was he in the pizzeria with? I don't actually remember. Hmm. Well, basically, there's an arcade game called Zaniac. Zaniac is Brad Wolf in the comics. Who Brad Wolf? Oh my is. god! In case you don't remember, Zaniac is a villain from the Dark Dimension who has a connection to Dormammu. Seriously, saying given that Doctor Strange City is probably gonna have to do with, like incursions and, and more multiverse shenanigans, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing a variant of Brad Wolf X Five who ends up being Zaniac. Hey, I would not be surprised if uh, if he goes up against uh, Doctor Strange himself and Clay. Mm-hmm. Well, that too. So, but who knows what's going to happen, anyways? And it turns out that here's here's another funny thing. Opie's real name on the timeline turns out he goes by the name of Ad Doug. Ad Doug, I, huh? Is that supposed to be a connection to something? I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I don't know really, but but who knows if it's like a, if it's like a big significance or not, but. We'll basically, find out. Uh, we'll find out soon. But anyways, basically, they so, think they can get Loki to control his time slipping. Oh, the thing is, everybody has to be there to create the same aura. So basically, he gets all the variants he meets of Don Mobius, Ad Doug, Obi, who's already there, Frank mm. Morris, Frank Norris. Sorry, no, Frank Mo- Frank Morris Casey, and the doctor and pediatrician. B15. B15. Yeah. And then he goes to, to Sylvie and she has she completely remembers him. She's like, Yeah, dude, I know who you are, Loki. Because she still has the tent pad. 
Oh yeah, she's. I mean, she still. Has, I I like the fact that she still has he who remains as a temp pad. But yeah, the big thing. But the big thing is, is that now everything is like literally like turning into spaghetti. I know, because then Loki keeps time slipping backwards to try to do it again, and then he, he finally is able to control it. Because he kept time slipping throughout the multiverse, so basically saying Loki may now have a new power. Really. Slipping through time and the multiverse—that's that's pretty cool power. So it seems you to be know, outside of the TVA. Oh my god! I mean, I mean episode one, it was just the TVA, but now it's now everything. that he's slipping all over the timeline, and this could be dangerous. You got? I don't know about you guys, but I think that's I think that's a big big move on Loki's part, and I would not be surprised if he uh, if he decides to. If he uses that come 2026 when Avengers the Kang Dynasty comes out. And it's because he's gonna make him now a big threat to Kang to the Council of Kangs and whoever and if they do go comic accurate with Secret Wars Doctor Doom, whoever because now America Chavez, Loki's now the second person to, to can travel the multiverse without a temp pad or the quantum realm. Oh boy. But how is he able to do it though? I, I don't know really, but I guess it's maybe but I think, but I think he, from what we know is that right now. I think the stakes the stakes are really this high right now. So. Yeah, my theory as to why Loki is the only one time slipping is because Sylvie pushed him through like the door, the TVA door, as the multiverse was splitting. Because remember, there was like still one branch forming before she killed T Who Remains that caused the rest to branch, which I still think is the events of Spider Man No Way Home. Because originally hmm. it was probably meant to be Wanda, but then the shuffle happened, which I'll talk about in the multiverse mega episode. But yeah, I think. But I think that's what it was. So he, because he got pushed through as a branch was happening, that's probably what caused him to slip because the timeline was fracturing as he was going through a door through time. Hmm. That's just my theory because honestly, I don't know because I really hope this is something that they do explain because I don't want it to be something where, okay, he can time slip now, but how? Why is it only him? I hope that's something that can they don't explain that to us. Yeah, I would love an explanation. But anyway, what's your guys' ranking for the episode? Hmm. If you ask me, Nine out of ten for me. I think eight point five. I agree with Zach. I I'm I'm the same. Eight point five out of ten for science slash fiction because they're using like science and fiction stuff like that with Obi. Pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sort of in that as well. I mean, I mean, if I had to bump it down a little bit, I mean, I I, I would agree. I would agree with you guys right there. Like eight point five, but I think, but... yeah, think eight point five is pretty is pretty fair. I mean, I feel like it was a good episode. Like, there's been worse episodes of other shows. She Hulk, anyone? Oh god, don't even get me started. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm saying like yeah, like there there can like I've like I've seen better. I think Loki's had better episodes, but I feel like this was definitely one of its better episodes though. I will agree. Yeah, definitely better than what we've uh what we've witnessed so far. I agree. I feel like this episode was really was mind bending. So I'm going to know what the fuck is the finale going to look like? Is there like some set photos of Tom Hiddleston in like the Loki thing from like costume from like Avengers? I don't know. Like his horned oh. helmet and stuff like that. So what the hell is happening? And and wait, wait a second. I'm I'm hearing somebody in the distance. Uh, it's, I think it's a certain guy who goes by the name of the Doctor, and he's and he, hold on. I think I'm getting a call from him. Hello. Wait, let me guess. You want to know what the hell is going on? Okay, look. I know you're going through a recent regeneration, but. You're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to wait until later on this November, okay? What the hell is going on, Doctor Who? Yeah. Anyways, um, 
I still don't know what the finale will will entail because because that the finale is like right around the corner. I mean, and that's like on the same and yeah, like this upcoming Thursday. That's like on the same day as the Marvels will be dropping in theaters. I'm like, holy shit! I know, right? So, like I said, like we're gonna post a story on our Instagram. You guys are gonna vote. Which do you want first this week? Do you want because we're gonna record them both sometime this upcoming weekend if we can? That is if possible. If it's possible, we'll try, but. And then we're gonna say, what do you guys want first? The mar a review for the spoiler review for the Marvels or spoiler review for the finale of Loki? That is your pick. Ideally, right now, I think probably Loki we could do first, just because people don't have time to see the Marvels. But in the end, we've already committed to this vote. You guys are gonna vote, and if we don't mm-hmm. get it, and if, and if nobody votes, then we're just gonna pick ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's a great way of uh of figuring out what we could do. Also, uh oh, oh no. I feel it too. Here we go again. Because Loki oh, no, time slipped back. Because also wanted to mention Loki time slipped to right before the TVA was destroyed. Yeah. yeah um. Guys, why? Why? Why am I feeling? Why am I feeling like a strange sensation in going on in my body? It was like wait, oh, spaghetti. Oh, no, was not the time slipping again. Ah. Oh. Ah. Damn you, time slipping. Oh mm. no. Anyway, I'd say that's about it, though. So, Ugh, Alex, would you do the honors? Yeah. Um, that does it for this episode of the Marvel Men podcast. Um, I think I think this is a great way to to, to close out this episode before we time slip again. So, thank thank you for all thank you all for tuning in. And you know what to do. Click follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. We're going to be setting up our polls sometime soon. And of course. Of course, we're trying to expand our our show to other platforms, but it's going to take us some time. But yeah, but in the meantime, and the in between time, if there is an in between time, we have been the Marvel Men, and we will see you on this side of the multiverse, unless if unless that is if we control our time slipping. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ah! Ah!